0: The new Andor series is here. Chatween is back, and we're here to talk about the brand new Star Wars series that feels a little bit more grown up than most of the new content in the franchise. All that and more here on Chatween. Okay, we're back. Welcome back to Chattoine, everyone. You guys, you guys kind of know the routine. If you're if you're here already, that means you're not new. But if you happen to be new, we are Chattoine. We talk about news topics, debates, everything in Star Wars. And we've been gone for a while. Um, you know, clearly Goldman isn't here. He is at a uh, Denver Broncos game right now. I, I imagine that's where he's at because it's in Denver. Um, I think the game. I don't know if he's a Denver Broncos fan. He might have flown out there just to.
1: Well, he's lose well, the he's- team. He was living. I mean, he was living around there, wasn't he? That's
0: where he was. I have no idea. I have no idea where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, I have so, no idea where he lives. Uh, <laughs> uh, honest to God, I think that's the one thing I've never asked the man. I was like, where do you? Where, where does Goldman reside? Um, if it's Colorado, though, um, I'll go visit him and throw him off. The yeah, that's what I meant by you. around there, like Colorado. Yeah, probably. I think. I think. I know he lives in like a mountain state. Maybe yeah. he lives in Texas. Maybe he lives in good old El Paso. Ain't no mountains <laughs>
1: in fucking Texas.
0: Yes, there is. There's a few in, like, west Texas. Those <laughs> are <no> hills. <laughs> yeah, they are hills. Like, when I went to California in Anaheim um, for celebration, they were like, yeah, that that's not a mountain. Star Wars only. <laughs> that's no. a hill. It's like shit. It's a mountain. <laughs> yeah. So sad. So sad. Um, well, anyways, we are back. How have you guys been? Um, I, I feel bad for the chat because, you know, I haven't been active as Star Wars only. Palpa memes, I don't know what he's been going. I mean, clearly he hasn't gotten a haircut in months. Ugh. Um lost my then,
2: home, I've been living off the streets, it's been rough out there. <laughs> no shit. I mean,
0: well, the setup looks the exact same. So the I'm really impressed. The, that the were,
2: government hasn't it, taken this yet. So oh,
0: okay, okay. Yeah, and, then, and then and then Lunga. Hey, don't Lunga, here, Connor.
1: Don't 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 papa memes, don't don't, don't uh, Ruby Ridge please. Don't, don't 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 Ruby Ridges. Okay, <laughs> let's let's not let's not go there.
0: Oh man. Well, we are back. Um and we're we're happy to be back. It, it's been a while. We're happy to kind of get the show going on the road again. It's going to be kind of a nice little segue. I'm going to try to upgrade the show, Chatween, as we go on and just see what happens. Star Wars is in a very unique situation right now. Um, I, I think, Palpnames, you made a good point about this on Twitter the other day of like, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just in this weird state of um, existence.
2: Oh, I, I, I said it was in probably... Oh yes the weirdest but also probably one of the worst states i've seen it in my entire life i'm only 22 but an and or which we'll talk about is kind of proof of that and we'll talk about that when we get to our thoughts on it
0: yeah no that's that's the big that's a big topic for today um before before we got into that i just wanted to catch up with everybody and and, and see what everyone's um doing and and how's life been treating everyone we haven't done a show in a couple months this is our new season season four of chatooine it's amazing how not far we have come as a as a podcast or show um but no we've we've
1: come this far uh lunga now is uh lunga on the road when it comes yes. to that, Yeah, try. people are Not probably wondering what's up
2: with the sound <laughs> you hear yes. you hear cars every now and then in the back. Can Lunga. you tell
1: us
0: what is what is what is happening to you? Why why are you on the road, Longa? Uh I
1: I, I I need to make money. That's what I'm on the road. Okay. <laughs> we all Yeah. Uh, so it, yeah. Uh so if you guys
0: have been curious why we haven't been so active, it is because we all need money. And, yeah. <laughs> I um, believe, believe it or we'll not. To that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really does. Like I haven't uploaded on YouTube. I haven't uploaded since the last Kenobi episode. I don't even think I put out a review for the Kenobi finale. I think I was just so kind of, I was in such an odd point in my life. Um, and I really have been living paycheck to paycheck for the better part of a year, if almost a year and a half now, since um, moving out to Florida, um, which might've been a mistake in hindsight, and um man, it's 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 been rough for all of us, you know. So it's it's kind of interesting how life can take priority over something like this, which this is kind of the most interesting aspect of a lot of our lives, and, and I really love doing this stuff, but
1: yeah, man. Yeah. I, the I, only, the it's, only it's thing hard. I go down to my channel is the D D streams at night. Uh mm-hmm. the D streams that nobody watched.
0: I'll tune in, but longer. So I'm like, so like, out of loop on what D is that I don't even like, I'll join your stream and I'll be like where the fuck are they at this point in the game <laughs> i gotta rewind like a couple hours <laughs> to figure it out i'm so bad with d d yeah. but yeah i, I mean I, i'm scared to even upload on my channel just because of the lack of views but even star wars itself i feel like is kind of um kind of been in this weird state of like there's not that much interest and in conversation going around star wars as a whole and i don't i don't know why that is it's been nice to be out of the loop because i've been focusing on my own life and um Thinking about Star Wars hasn't really been on the top of my mind for a while now. I don't know what there is to really think about. It's everything. So I think during the break, uh, Kotor maybe a week after we did the last episode, Kotor got delayed. The game and everything, and it was just like <laughs> it, it, it. just makes it. People What's joke about point? it. What's yeah. the point it's anymore? It, it's the it's the funniest thing because we we've talked about for so long how they don't market anything for Star Wars. But then people will complain about, I guess, us complaining or others complaining like, oh, you guys always complain about projects being delayed and all that stuff. Wouldn't you rather it be like, you know, good? And it's like, yeah, but like if you keep announcing things and then they're always delayed and they're always like, you know, never going to happen the same way they're meant to be. It's just kind of discouraging. It's really hard to be engaged with the franchise where nothing is going on.
1: Yeah, that that's a that's a Luke, that is a definite Lucasfilm problem, and and so it's not necessarily complaining about the delays. Like when delays are are there for a reason to make sure the product's good. Normally, it's like that's a good thing. We're cool with that. But these are it seems like delays that it's like they're delays like because they don't know what they're doing. They rush to announce things because they feel they have to. They don't announce things on times they should, and then they have to roll back on everything. I don't think they did announce because they're not ready to complete it. So it, it's just, that's the issue. I feel like
2: we've been saying this every, I don't know, however, since I started coming on the streams, it's been, well, this got delayed and uh, this is happening yeah. again. And, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like this well, is and, just, it's a never ending cycle.
0: And I think that's what's, what's kind of discouraged um, maybe the three of us. I don't know if I can say the four, cause we don't have Goldman here, but definitely even on the YouTube side of things for Star Wars. And even I see this through Instagram. I mean, I make that reference a lot, but it's, it's very unique for me to have Mutuals who are into the YouTube Star Wars space and they make you know good money or they make they make some money from talking about Star Wars on YouTube and then I have friends on Instagram who do the same thing and everyone's saying the same. I don't really care about Star Wars anymore. I'm not really interested in Star Wars anymore. And like pop memes just said we keep saying it's, it's one of those things where it's repetitive of like, you know, we feel this way for a while. Well, at some point. We're going to stop caring. And I don't mean that in a, in a facetious way of like, oh, you know, we're giving up on the franchise. But it should be kind of a sign to Lucasfilm that like when you have these people like us who care so much that we're we're trying to make um, these little side hobbies passion projects with Star Wars. And it turns into something like this where you never get the, the you never get the announcements that you should. You never get the projects that you should. Everything's always delayed. We keep saying the same thing for about a year or two and telling Lucasfilm, you got to stop doing this. And they don't stop. Well, eventually, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop complaining and just stop watching in general. I feel like that's happened with the fandom. Yeah, here's, and
1: else. here's the other thing I'll say about this. Like for me, especially, I'll say just. I probably, maybe it's more unique for me. Um, <clears throat> see I'm into so much stuff and I like so many things. Uh, when Star Wars is like this low and there's nothing going on, this goes out of sight, out of mind for me. And then when it does pop up, it's a nice little surprise, and it's like, oh look! And it gives me a little excited, you know. What I mean, so that that does work for me that way because I my head's on so many different things, but at the same time, I'm almost getting to point now, especially after what, being a comic book guy, I'm more of a DC guy, but I still like the MCU movie products, and what they've been putting out lately, at least on the TV side, I'm like, oh god, please, Star Wars, don't do this. Just keep delaying stuff and make sure it's good, <laughs> because what's been going on on D plus for Marvel is. Atrocious, it's just bad.
2: Uh, you mean you don't like She Hulk and making <laughs> D Stallion, dude?
1: dude don't together? even get me fucking on, started. What's wrong with you? Don't oh, don't you're... get me started no, on, it's, on, on, it's, it's on, on Green's Anatomy. Say,
0: well, all I have to say is that I told you guys, <laughs> I told you so so long ago. I've been such a Marvel hater for so long, and it's always nice to be so far ahead of the curve that when you guys finally come around, I just am already not care. Like, well, no, I mean, Marvel stuff was Marvel good.
1: Hater. Moon Knight was good. I liked Moon Knight. Moon Knight was actually good. Um, the Hawkeye, I was not too happy with. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I liked. Loki, okay. Uh, WandaVision, I really liked. There was some stuff that was good, but now it's just gotten so dumb. And it, it's like and and i don't want to be that guy you know i'm not that guy that 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 hates on on woke and this and that. you know it's like i'm all for diversity and inclusion and all this other good stuff give me what you got i don't care but when the writing is so bad that it's geared towards only that and that's the main topic instead of the i don't know superheroes which is what yeah. the show is supposed to be about that's when it gets on my nerves and and that's what's happening with uh, she helped. But let's get on to Star
2: Wars. I don't want to talk too much about
0: it. I don't it. like talking to MCU. It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's, a, it's beating a dead <laughs> horse for me. It but is, yes, we yeah. can talk about Star Wars. Uh We did just get a brand new series, which is the Andor series. This uh new brand new Andor series, which was announced. God, I remember when this was announced. This is how it, it makes me. It does make me feel a little bit old at times of like, wow, I can't believe it's been four or five years since this was announced and it's finally happening. Um I am surprised that we've made it this far. I'm surprised that this series even happened. It was on the verge of not happening um, due to, yet again, creative differences. They did not like the scripts. And then once again, Tony Gilroy clutches victory from the jaws of the feet. I, I will say, so I've seen the first three episodes. I just rewatched one and two because um, I wanted to kind of remind myself about it. I would love to, well, I'm saying would love to make a review on it for my channel just because I haven't made reviews in a while, but I need to make one for the first three episodes, but my unfiltered thoughts, at least coming out the gate for this series, is I really do enjoy the Andor sh- series. This is a show that I think gets you. Star Wars. I, I, you, and you're you right, Longo. This is one of those shows that people, I think, in the past year, finally started turning their heads and going, "This this may have something special." And I want to I want to pinpoint this reason for this show working out first. And I think the main reason the show works so well is that it is a story that happens to be set in the Star Wars universe. It is not a Star Wars story that needs to be connected to anything and everything else. When I look back at the Obi-Wan series and I look back at the book of Boba Fett and I think about what I didn't like about those shows compared to this series so far is that Obi-Wan goes above and beyond to connect to Star Wars Rebels with the Inquisitors. It goes above and beyond to connect to A New Hope, above and beyond to connect to Revenge of the Sith. And it's, oh, you remember Hayden. Well, here's the Inquisitors. You remember Vader. You want to see James Earl Jones back. You, you want to see all this stuff, all, all these just it's member berries in a way, and I don't mean that in a facetious way, but even Book of Boba Fett did it where it's more about connecting this universe and connecting the show to other aspects of the universe and other shows and setting up future plot lines. This show, at least in the first three episodes, are about a guy who's looking for a sister who happens to kill two Imperial officers, these two cops who are just assholes. And now he has to deal with the fallout of that. Now he has to join this rebellion to, you know, escape this life that he's already had to escape from when he was younger, when he was picked up by, um, what's her name, Maba Marva, or whatever. Love her to death. Marva. Marva th- these characters are great. This story is very unique and engaging, and the acting is phenomenal. This show. Oh my god! Looks it is, it is chock
1: full of actors, dude. It's just.
0: But Bar- wow. I mean, even what's the guy with the mustache at the beginning in the first episode, Um, the one that the uh, Imperial officer kind of goes to and he's Bristle. like, hey. yes, um, he was in Game of Thrones. And I remember his voice immediately. And I was like, I can't believe they got this guy, one of the guys from the uh, uh, Knights of the Vale or something like that. But anyways, this, this whole this whole show, at least in the first three episodes, like I said, very grounded, very much a story that just happens to be set in the Star Wars universe. Very engaging characters. I'm hooked so far. I really do enjoy the show, and I honestly couldn't be happier. I'm not going to say this brings Star Wars back. It makes it alive and well and everything, but this really does show, to me, that Star Wars can do good storytelling. You just have to get the right storytellers.
1: And it, 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 are, are you done? Because I have so many thoughts.
0: That's it. Please, longer. let it rip.
1: Okay, I said, like when the show was very first announced, I'm like, fuck, who cares about Andor? You know, who cares who cares about mm-hmm. and I think that uh, to begin with, I think a lot of people's distaste and not and disinterest in the show is because it's not a character anyone cared about, right? They didn't. Not many people really. They liked them in Rogue One, but they didn't really care about the character. They didn't have any any emotional uh, investment in this character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Diego Luna, I think did such a spectacular job, and arguably, let's be honest, Rogue One was the most well received disney star wars movie tonight that is it was the most well-received one uh so we start out with there with that then we get into the show and as it got closer and closer we started getting the trailers and this now i'm like this is actually looking really good this is, i'm going to really enjoy it. it's going to be a long-form storytelling it's going to be a lot of intrigue a lot of political stuff i said it's going to be kind of a game of Thronesy or maybe underworldy kind of kind of deal in the Star Wars universe. And that's what it looks like it's starting to lead up to. And yes, we started with the first three episodes, which was basically setting it up, right? They used flashbacks correctly, unlike Boba Fett. Okay, the flashbacks actually were, were done right. They went parallel with the story, and they helped flesh out backstory for a character that we know, but didn't know necessarily his backstory.
0: Longer, well, are so, you telling me you didn't want to see two full episodes of the Canari accents? No. No. Okay.
1: No. no but but think about it the way they did it in the show it was split up right and we got tidbits of it it wasn't a 20 minute long flashback like we got with getting both effect you know what I mean it was just you know sprinkled in and I liked I kind of like that apocalypto kind of feel where they're talking in the language and there's no subtitles right you don't know what they're saying you gotta go with the emotes of, of, of the of the characters you know to see what they're feeling and stuff like that so I like that I like the way they did that and it instantly grabbed me I instantly cared about Cassian, you know, what's going on. He's in a position where apparently he keeps losing friends because he keeps getting in trouble. I liked that because when we first saw Cassian in in Rogue One, he was this guy who was by any means necessary, right? We see him start out with him killing someone. Doesn't matter, you know? He doesn't care. Kill, kill, kill. And and the whole story about him in Rogue One was he wanted to kill Urso, but he had to, you know, he decided not to because he cared about Jen and he changed his ways. But we see him here basically which looks like doing his first kill and you could see the you know the 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 horror on his face that he killed someone and now he's on the run so he set up this nice little mini story of just him and we haven't even gotten to the actual intrigue which is the star wars story of how the rebellion started Mm -hmm. there's just so much going on here so many layers and the acting is superb. Every single one. I don't like the obviously that middle management dude working with the corporation. He's obnoxious, but he's he's the Hux. He's supposed to be obnoxious. But, but Laura, so don't I, you think the his
0: whole character is so good because of that? I, I mean, one, one thing I can say about the show, I think compared to all the other shows, is I absolutely know every single character's motivation down to the T. You know, like, like the relationship between Bix and Tim. Everything about it made sense. This new guy who's coming in, who's, you know, really anal about finding Cassian. And then he has, um, I think his name is Linus or Lemus or whatever, like the new, the, the guy who's like, uh, kind of like yes, Commander, And he says shit or something like that. And everybody like was like, oh, they said shit in Star Wars. Like these two characters are so believable. If You have this guy who wants to be an overachiever, but doesn't really know what he's doing. And then you have his like kind of captain or a sidekick who is like really good at his job and and just kind of there to help guide him in a way. I mean, don't you find these characters very believable in the Star Wars universe compared to what we've seen in, like, Andor, or not Andor, in a Kenobi and Book of Boba Fett? 100%. Was that, was <laughs> like
2: that a question?
0: That, was was that, question. <laughs> was that a question? i mean it was a bit it was an open-ended of like what what do you think about these characters being so believable what do you think about the characters in this series so far compared to the characters from other series that we've seen from star
1: wars yeah no, i mean i I agree with you like we instantly know the motivation of each of these characters right and and we're instantly drawn into them and and i'm really enjoying kenobi like i said it's hard for me to compare it to kenobi because Kenobi was a different kind of story you know, what I mean, it, it. Yes, there's other characters, but I don't think we were meant to feel this whole world. It was revolving around Kenobi, right? And 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 Anakin. That's what the the whole story was supposed to revolve around. This rather is it's a world building, even though it's like it's weird to say world building in Star Wars, right? Because we're supposed to know all this stuff already. It's been around for so long, and and it's in an era that that it's supposed to be, you know, right at the heart of of the original series, original trilogy. But it's world building. And, and it's doing it so well, and it's also building these new characters because they're not just one shot. Like, Kenobi, the characters we saw there, they were, were like, uh, uh, what's his face? Is, uh, 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 uh the dude, one dude's character and Kenobi, uh, the Indian guy, the guy from Eternals. So I forget his name. Oh, um, of course you don't remember yes, his name. Ma, Ma, no Ma sure. <laughs> like, his character was really unimportant, right? And it's like, are, are we going to care about him? After this, you know, six episodes of Kenobi. No, because he was just a plot foil, right? But in this, I, I think all these characters are going to play a part, and they also play a part at least towards his character building. Uh, Kamal's character did nothing for any character building. But if you notice, like, remember how at the end of the whole three three episodes, it's like he's like everyone's always telling me what to do, and you literally look at everyone he talks to, and the last line of every sentence when they're talking to Andor is them telling him to do what to do. Every single person in the actor that's telling him what to do is the last line of their interaction with him. And, And that, when you're doing storytelling, those little things, a lot of people, it's hard for me to say, oh, people don't notice that. But I think that's the point. You're not supposed to notice it. They feel it, but they don't know why they feel it.
0: It's one of those things where you notice it upon rewatch, in my opinion. Like, wh- I, I think of this as like a Breaking Bad. Like, Breaking Bad is my favorite show, my favorite series of all time. And one of the reasons is like, when you first watch the entire series, and I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched it, but please do watch it. It's the greatest show you will ever see. But when you watch Breaking Bad, the first time you watch it, like, I find myself rooting for Walter White the entire time. Even at the end, I'm like, I want him to win. I want, despite everything he's done, I want him to get through this and survive and by the time I watch it a second third or fourth or fifth sixth time because I'm crazy and I like watching the shows over and over again the more you watch Breaking Bad like Lunga was saying about Andor you notice these subtle story things where you start realizing the second or third time you're watching this Breaking Bad series of like you know actually all of this is Walter White's fault all of this could be avoided there's these small little things that you notice throughout the story that
1: yeah. things that it's Walter hilarious like, you bring uh, up that Breaking Bad you talk about Walter you're, you're cheering for Walter White you you know the story was not about Walter, right? Oh, who was it about? Was it Gus frame It was about Pinkman. Pink. Pink. Oh
0: well, okay, yes. I mean, he's another pivotal character, but because the, all this shit's happening
1: around him, and what you're, what I think they wanted people to connect with was Jesse, because he's like trapped in all this shit.
0: Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. He goes from like the the loser you can't stand at the yeah. beginning. to At the end, you're like, holy shit! Like this, like this kid you care so much about him um and you don't want anything bad to happen he becomes the innocent one of it all but connor we haven't gotten your thoughts about please tell us what do you think about Andor so far before we want to talk I, ourselves into the dirt no, I, i'll
2: let you guys i'll let you guys go through No, you gotta um, interrupt
0: man you gotta you, you gotta no, just interject I'm not about that i'm not about that. you no, need um, to this is how conversations <laughs> start it's, i'm you're doing right. it to you right fucking now do it
2: exactly so what am i it, you know you know it, no but... just
0: fucking go for it hit us <laughs>
2: No, I, so I, I watched episode one on, oh, what was it, when, the day it released, and then I watched two and three literally like an hour before the show started, um, and t- one and two were, according to my own dad, dry, it was slow, but I liked that, because it set up a lot of things, it set up good characters, it set up good motivations, and just an overarching plot that's going on with the Imperials and the, the rise of the Rebellion and all that, but something that I expected, but still yet was surprised on how much it was, um, was the maturity level of this show it's so just mature i can't name any jokes or quips that happened you know and maybe i've just yeah i don't know like everything was just grounded and mature and i really really like that it was definitely a different feel for star wars and um that's the word that everyone who talks about this show is using as they say it's different from normal star wars and stuff and when you look back at Tony star wars grew up star wars grew up it seems like with this and you look at tony gilroy i i believe someone i'm not quoting this but don't quote me but like i believe Tony Gilroy wasn't a huge fan of Star Wars before all this, or, or what is that all about? I, I read somewhere that he wasn't super into it, so a lot of people were worried, well, why are you bringing him on for this if he doesn't, if he's not a huge, you know, like a John Favreau type or Dave Filoni type fan, it's like, it's like, I think he's honestly the perfect man
1: for this. Can I interrupt like you him. for one second on that, because on, on yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to, because uh, it's kind of a question too, and, and, and yeah. go off of what you're saying. I think it's people have this this misconception that someone has to be a fan to make a good show involving an ip and i don't think that's necessarily the case we like the reason why we have the felonies and the Fabros is they're the knowledge guys right i, I think if you have a, a like guy like tony gilroy as long as he respects the material right like hey i know people like this i know there's a, a story here uh i am gonna try to create a story here but let me talk to other people and get input from as long as there's input given at some point you know i think that is what's important rather than him having to be a fan Like the issue we had with Brian johnson when people say is that is, the guy literally spit in everyone's faces it was like you know your theories suck <laughs> fuck you guys you know that, that's <laughs> true i mean yeah i can't deny that <laughs> <laughs> that's the issue that's why people get offended but it's like you can make a good story and not necessarily be a fan i mean what do you think about that though
2: oh i agree 100 with that i think it's actually important to get people when we say not a fan it depends on the level of severity of that okay so when we think of fan fan making star wars i think john favreau dave Filoni, where it's just oh gosh uh fan service after fan service it's a fine good story but it's really backed and bounded by a lot of fan service and that's i I understand there's necessity for that in certain things but then you've got the situation of ryan johnson on this end we'll say where it's i'm not going to say he's not a fan because he is a fan of star wars but he did want to take star wars in a complete 180 direction and want to change everything despite being the middle of a trilogy i'm not going to get into that um sorry goldman if you're listening (laughs) but um and you have that so I think what happened there when Tony Gilroy gets announced and they see him saying oh it's I like Star Wars but it's not like all there for me whatever he said I can understand that people get worried and they get you know PTSD from uh-oh I've seen this before he's gonna want to change stuff but we haven't seen that yet what we see is just like I said a grounded mature story something I really really like um and I think they're executing really well is the political aspects so I know Star Wars is political what um, something that it's really reminding me of in current day stuff is uh the, the Russian Ukraine war, you know. The Empire is basically Russia, Ukraine is basically rebellion. Somehow the rebellion in this is getting is being you know, they're they're winning. I <laughs> mean I mean, I'm not gonna get too far into the war and all that and what Vlad is Wait, doing. Are, are they really
0: winning though? It seems like they're getting their Vlad, ass kicked in this one. Are you talking about oh, you talking about I'm talking
2: long run. But right now, yes, Ukraine is winning. I mean, I'm not going to get too far into it, but yes, they're doing it right. I I see that connection. It's really nice. This show has come out at a really, really good time with a uh, corrupt government trying to take over um, a civil nation, you know um but the civil nation is armed and they're ready to fight and so i, I love seeing that and it, I, what's what i like is we're seeing that right now at a small scale you know you see it was such a cool detail them uh kind of almost like sounding the trumpet you know but it's what happened here on this trailer it's it's uh hitting that metal piece whatever you want to call it yeah um and i was like you know my star wars lizard brain went to oh my gosh we're about to see x-wings not even x wing. we're about to see ships we're about to see a hundred uh fighters rebellions no it's just a few people but they're all ready to fight you know it's grounded it's small scale because this is the very 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 beginning of the rebellion um but as for the political aspects i I really see those connections with a corrupt government taking over and and and, you know the disarming and and trying to take over uh you know then the regimes happen and all that um so it's really – they're really doing a good job of that, and it's not that it's like, oh, it's it's in – it's the throwing politics in your face. It's well, <laughs> Politics well, think, is
0: always – you know. I, I think what works for Star Wars in terms of politics is simple politics. When it's black and white, like when in a situation like this, everyone and their mother, no matter what timeline you're in, no matter what kind of story you're telling, everyone understands authoritarian government versus – Small little island nation, or small little nation, and a group of people who are, you know, being oppressed. I mean, being from Texas, the the big story was, you know, remember the Alamo. Uh, we we fought for our um, our independence from. Mexico, a bunch of uh, a bunch of Mexican people and a bunch of uh, people from uh, America would come over. A bunch of Texans, a lot of people were in Texas and were like, "Hey, we do not want to be ruled by Mexico anymore." And they, you know, found their independence. And that's a story as old as time. And I think that works so well in Star Wars because it, it's it's so relatable to everyone's culture. It's so understanding. But when it does become, I think, modernized political, is if you have someone who. I mean, Jesus Christ! I don't, I don't even know. I I can't even think of something that would make it modern day political. I mean, some people think of just simply having um, a female, like uh, yeah, a (laughs) a female like lead officer or something like that. People are going to be like, oh, that's making it like modern day political. It's like, no, it's not. But if you're commentating on modern day political stuff, like if you have someone who's saying, oh, this is a direct allegory to like Donald Trump, then it's like, okay, well, then you are making that
1: a modern or if you go or or if you go rings of power fashion and you have. A female officer, when we've seen them all been, it's kind of, as far as the empire goes, or anything like that, it's very egalitarian, right? Or you see this suddenly mm-hmm. this female officer who's like, all the men are like uh, uh, gaslighting her because like saying, you don't know what you're doing, you're crazy, you don't understand nothing, like just because she's a woman, you know? And it's like, we yes. don't see that in this kind of story. That's where it doesn't no. make sense
0: absolutely that that's where it becomes a little bit too modern i think it becomes something that people can have issue with whether you think it's right or wrong when it's simply you have this evil empire running things and all these people are trying to survive it and get out of it how are oh you going to find that controversial you can apply you know? that
2: to so many scenarios i mean it's I've history people, It's literally you history. you can apply it to my example uh the current ukraine russian war you can apply it you can apply it to america itself you know um you know, a lot of people in the in America are worried the government's going to eventually try and take over and overrule their citizens, you know, and all that. You can apply it to so many things throughout history and in current times and stuff. And I think that's why it works so well right now. Is it's, um, you know, it can be divisive, divisive in certain sense within the the uh, audience community, you know, based on what views they have. Um, but the simplicity of it is what george was going for it wasn't it wasn't democrat versus republican i, I people keep try people keep trying to make it out to be uh, in. It- People keep trying to make it out to be me and Akira were actually talking about this. He's in the chat here, and he he posts about it a little bit. It, it was never Democrat or Republican, it was uh government, it was uh imperialism. <laughs> that's not de- that's not Republican or Democrat, that is just an overruling and powerful force of government taking over. It doesn't matter the side, but um, you know, that's something I think George well, did a good job on. I mean, it's, it's, it's a simplicity aspect
1: of it. Lucas in the prequels, it was oh, a legit absolutely. Oh, allegory no doubt of George about Bush. That. So, <laughs>
2: no, no, that George Bush, and um, oh, there was one more, I can't remember who it was. Well, um,
1: people. Well,
0: and there's also Nixon, of course, with uh, Palpatine. But but the funny thing is, like, even with yet again the Nixon one, I feel like is not as controversial because I mean I I can't even. Clearly, I know so many conservatives who don't even remotely try to defend Nixon or even give a fuck about him. There's not that many people who like Nixon as a president. But when it comes to the allegory to George Bush, people did have an issue with that, with the prequels, oh, yeah. because because at the time it was very much, hey, like, are you? What are you talking about? You're shitting on you know not only a recent president or a current president, but you know we actually are pretty p- proud of our country and, and what we were doing at the time, and it felt right and all that stuff. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, but but the point with that is is that. The a reason I think people look at the prequels with um, <laughs> they, they try to say now like, oh, well, Lucas used the politics in the prequels and you guys love that. I'm like, OK, you, the prequel fans pretend to love it, but no one actually loved it when those k- movies came out. A big issue with the prequels was the overabundance of politics, the over reliance on politics. And what's so surprising is I remember thinking about the criticism something like Attack of the Clones had, which was all they do is talk. They just keep talking and talking. The first two episodes of Andor isn't really all that action-packed. It is a little bit of talking, but I find the dialogue so engaging. I find the politics of it so simple and, and easy storytelling. Yeah, no, but no, there no, was Andor. there was a purpose to it.
1: The purpose wait, wait, wait. was to build tension.
0: Yes, the, the first two episodes I feel like in Andor, the first two episodes oh, in gosh, Andor build clones, tension. I'm like... Sorry, You're I like lost attack you. The of the he, clones now? No, no, he got he got so in attack of the clones. I brought it up. He was like, "God, I love that movie so much." Um, but no, I am I'm, I'm talking about Andor where the first two episodes are slow. They are about dialogue. They are about building these characters. But just like, I'm bringing this back to Breaking Bad, you know, it takes a while to build up these characters. You got to know who Walter White is before he, you know, shoots some fucking guy or starts cooking meth you got to know who these characters are you have to know their motivations and the Andor series does that very well in the first two episodes it builds up to the climactic third episode well now everything's really happening everything's really kicking into gear and we don't really know what's going to happen next and so I like that series or I like about that about the series so far is that it does build into these character motivations it does build into where the story is going and You understand all of it, as opposed to some of the other shows where you don't really understand what these characters are doing. It doesn't allow you to build these kind of moments with just dialogue alone. And looking back at Attack of the Clones and the way they use politics, they talked a lot. And a lot of people didn't like the prequels for that reason. They didn't like the politics. They didn't like the dialogue. I don't feel like Andor is going to have that issue because you actually have good characters. You have good writing and you have good storytelling with a satisfying payoff. And you see that within the first three episodes.
1: I mean, even the droid. Can we give a shout out to a B droid that makes DC- everyone forget about BB-8?
0: Yes. Ain't no one forgetting Absolutely. about BB-8. He's cute as hell. That. Oh, yeah. Of course the, the stutter is
2: adorable. The stutter is adorable. <laughs> yeah. Dio did it first. Dio did it first. J.J. Abrams is the blueprint.
1: Oh shut up! I don't even <laughs> remember that droid. I don't even remember. You were talking about that little shit droid that was about basically a wheel with a head. Is that what you're talking about?
2: Cone head, cone face is what Poe calls him. Yeah, yeah, yeah that
1: dumbass. Yeah. That was pointless.
2: JJ is the blueprint. He's like, Snyder, oh my god, man. here we
1: go. Okay.
0: Oh, release like the Snyder, JJ cut. He's, 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 like, he's like, he's he's, first he's, of all, he's that a. Is a disservice to JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams is better than Zack Snyder. That's th- not thank you, thank you.
2: Oh my I gosh, thank you. Someone freaking said it. Thank you.
0: I don't. I don't know why it needed to be said. I, I I know Lunga is is more aware about Zack Snyder than I am, but um, the weird fact, like this weird obsession with him that people think he's like a cult. good director or something is is asinine. He is. I, I've seen three hundred. Okay, like that's that's about as good as he's gonna get. I'm sorry. I don't know, what, know why people people like Zack Snyder so much. Um, I can't believe he Watchman.
1: He Watchman covers. was great. What are you talking
0: about?
2: Yeah, Watchman yeah, was awesome
0: it is it's it's great he didn't you know do much after that in my opinion but you know <laughs> good for him hey man, hey um, man he
2: could have fixed the prequels remember what he told George? Yeah,
0: he can go fuck himself so what he can do um <laughs> anyway. Jack, <sucker> punch.
1: <laughs> i love sucker punch
0: <sighs> i haven't thought about sucker punch in years um i'm just a zack snyder hater i think i'm coming to that anyways conclusion back point. to yeah. andor Back to the greatest series of all time. Uh, what do are, what are you guys hope for this as a series going forward? Because I feel like the series will not really grow in popularity as much. I don't know if word of mouth is going to do this series justice like it did for The Mandalorian. But we know yeah. we're getting a season two. Do you feel like this is going to reset things over there at Lucasfilm and make them see that you can deliver quality storytelling with quality can, storytellers? Can I-
2: can I say one thing that has to kind of do with that? One thing that does make me really upset and sad,
0: just disappointed
2: mm-hmm. as a fan, is I look at this, and just looking at this trailer, looking at the first three episodes, I'm like, this is just gorgeous. This directing is phenomenal. It, it's cinematography. It's production value. They use real sets, etc., etc. And then I look back to, oh, gosh, when did Kenobi come out? Five months ago, something like that? No, wait. When was Kenobi? Was, I don't even remember.
0: Kara, okay, uh, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> want to get that out there
2: um kenobi and then i look back at kenobi and i'm like she hulk she hulk got a higher budget than obi-wan freaking kenobi
1: but then practical comes, effects uh, practical effects, effects man,
0: versus man, man, I, yes I don't yes, yes. do no care. longer about... is is half right here too and i'm gonna i'm gonna get the other half know, here but but pablo said this best on twitter he, he literally addressed the situation I, I i'm gonna say i i'm starting to appreciate pablo doggo every day that goes by because of his transparency that he's trying to give us on Twitter, even though I think Fair. some of it is a bit of a farce. He said that the reason this series looks so good, he basically made this this kind of um, statement that was covering all of this in, in one little tweet, which was, if you really think like one show looks better than the other, it has nothing to do with like anything behind the scenes. It just has to do with the people who are making the series. And I think he's right. I think this show goes to, I think the series shows what can happen if you have someone who really cares about what the show looks like? When you have an actual series director, when you, when, I mean, this, it, it's 90, it a 90 day, you can't or? tell me. It, it is beautiful. Like, mean, let's say Kenobi, this Kenobi series had a production budget, only production, I'm not talking about marketing or anything outside of that, of a $100 million for the entire six episodes. The andor series, what do we have? Is it 12 episodes in total for this entire series? Twelve, or is it, yeah. Okay. I think so. And they
1: already green led season two, right?
0: Exactly. So, so there's 12 episodes in this show. Let's say the budget, and let's just give it the benefit of the doubt. Extra six episodes. Let's say it's 130 million, and let's say they gave that extra 30 million because of the extra episodes. Why does this look so vastly better? Well, it's not because of the budget. It's because of how you allocate that budget, how you use your your. I mean, what you're what you're dealt with. I mean this this is tales all the time in story and 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 filmmaking.
1: And let's not let's not sleep on. How good your cinematographer is because that makes a
0: huge difference oh absolutely 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 no i don't even know who the cinematographer this is but toby haynes is the series director and i was a little doubtful when he took over because i was like man you know it's supposed to be tony gilroy and i have a lot of trust in him tony gilroy nailed the story it looks like toby haynes is nailing the look of it and then whoever the dp is I, i'm sorry if i don't i don't have it
2: yeah no i i get where you're coming from with that
0: can
1: we mention how for me, at least, i I, I, I th- I'm thinking from what you guys are talking, you might feel the same way. how we we it had such a Star Wars feel without a lot of Star Wars stuff. if, yeah. if that made sense. Yes, because
0: it's not its not like, oh, my God, you remember the Millennium Falcon? Well, here it is again. Like it's There's nothing Luke in Skywalker, your face about it. Being, yes. Oh, my gosh. It's not going above and beyond to tell you that it is Star Wars. It is a story that just happens to be taking place in the Star Wars universe.
1: I oh, you know what, the, you know what the, oh, actually the first two episodes kind of remind me of? The beginning hmm. of Fallen Order.
2: Yes. Yeah, oh, I can see that. Yeah. The shipwrecks, the shipbuildings. But I want to say that that's a testament to how good the world building is in Star Wars in general. That we can get a story like this that there's not a whole lot of connections but you just you just look at it and you're like that's like that that shot of B2 emo just driving by and you're like that that just looks like star wars well, yeah, a single thing the from doesn't look
0: like it's in star wars it a lot just better works. than some of the other stuff
1: like just a like, little the, the little taser he has which is r2 started it you know it's like mm-hmm. that that little thing is like oh there it is there's a little tie-in makes it well, feel well, star even, um
0: when when like cassian's going to his friend um is it boris or barris or something like that uh the guy he like lies to about having drinks with that one night brasso thank you um he like they put all their gloves on like a wall and, like, it looks kind of, like, odd, but I'm like, okay, that looks yeah. like Star Wars. He gets on this little vehicle with a bunch of other, like, crewmates, and they're all going off. Like, they've made that little town feel so much more realistic than what they did in the first episode with Kenobi and where he was at on Tatooine. Yeah. Even, those uh, I thought gloves about,
1: mean something. Because you heard them talking, oh, give me that one. Give me those. Give me those. Uh-huh. It's like, it's some kind of wall of fame. Like, you know, it's, the gloves, they've showed it so many times and highlighted it. You know what I mean? That it feels like to that town, at least, without explaining it fully, those gloves mean something.
0: Yes, and and it's it's crazy how those small little details like that can tell that much of a story can tell you that much about the universe. And that's what I, I think that's what people forget. What made the original trilogy of star Wars so unique is that this wasn't really a new story. It was a, you is a new universe, new franchise, new IP, but George Lucas took inspirations from so many different cultures, yeah. so many different stories. And one thing I think that made the Mandalorian work and, and show that this is how star Wars should work is the Mandalorian is it's kind of a simple space Western, a spaghetti Western of, uh, this cowboy bounty hunter and who happens to take care of this kid oh and by the way it's set in the star wars universe it's 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 that kind of story that works yeah. so well and i think and then you get
2: no no no
0: no 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 no, we're not gonna do that we're not, i'm not gonna start you right there pal, memes. you're not gonna start <laughs> revisioning I, I, mean, was say, I was just about to say. I was just about to say. I love Mando season two, no, but no, no, it is no, no. not
2: grounded like the first. I love the season no, two, I, and oh, I will continue yes, to love it. But it is not grounded.
0: Okay, well, it is. You're too late. To right, complain it's just about not now. nowhere near not as grounded
1: as, as as the Rise of Skywalker. It, it, oh, now that movie oh, yeah. is.
2: I mean, the starter story is coming out of the ice caps.
0: That's how ungrounded. <laughs> yeah, it is. Really and I love it. From hyperspace route to hyperspace route, and I love it. Hyperspace skipping. Oh, lightspeed. I thank you very much. I want
1: to touch on something that 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 you mentioned Star Wars only about how you don't know if it if it's going to get as much traction like Mando did, you know. And the one thing that people forget and this may be controversial to all the Star Wars fans that watch and you know cuz we're all sweaty nerds and we're all like the experts and we all like I love my Star Wars. for a series to be popular like Mandalorian, it wasn't because it captivated the entirety of the Star Wars fandom. It brings in the normies. Okay, that's what it brings in. It brings in the casual watchers, the people who just want to watch something. It's like, hey, I've heard of Star Wars. They're not super fans or whatever. And it drags in the normies to watch the show. And something like Andor can do that. Okay, that's why it has the viewership it's already had and why it can continue to grow. And Star Wars fans who don't like it are going to be like, I don't understand this. Why? Who the hell is watching this show?
0: That's
2: something I'll bring up is
0: does (laughs)
1: have a high
2: viewership because I've seen a lot of reports and a lot of people talk about how low the engagement rate is on this show.
0: Yeah. Um, But I don't know.
2: It was trending the day it released. It was number two on trending from when I woke up and saw it, but that quickly – dropped after a few hours into the day
1: i mean it so i mean this isn't isn't viewership but it had some uh, the rotten tomatoes thing where it was like those highly rated thing next oh, the to rot- the raw
2: yeah the rotten tomatoes Mando. yeah for sure but but in terms of views i don't know if this is gonna get a ton of views um you know she we know she hulk is super low I, I i hate to say it i can't imagine this is anywhere away from she hulk in terms of views i'm just going based off of engagement and there's a lot of like even on twitter like there's this huge thing on twitter of a ton of content creators whether it's tiktok twitter youtube what instagram whatever and they all unanimously agreed that engagement level for this show was because nobody cares about the character
1: of cassian andor and that's my that's
2: my that's my point they're
1: sleeping on him diego luna is so fucking good dude i mean he's so good Well, the problem is what we knew
0: about this going in. I mean, I remember literally the second they announced the Cassian Andor series, everybody and their mother went, first of all, who the fuck is Cassian Andor and why do I care? Oh, that guy from Rogue One? Oh, okay. So it's not saying like, I I think the issue is that it is not very interesting off the premise alone. Like even, I mean, Jesus, the day it came out Wednesday, I don't even think I watched it until like later that night. And then I think I watched 20 minutes of it and I was like, "Ah, I don't really care. And I went to sleep and then. Finished it the next day. Whereas like
2: or- Kenobi, I woke up at like five thirty in the morning before work just to watch Kenobi. Even though, well, yeah, that's because of- you're
0: insane. No, I'm playing. I was, <laughs> I was literally, I was literally in Anaheim watching it in the fucking hotel yes, room with a bunch yes, of other people. That's true, you that's know, true. Uh, I can't I talk. There, I was at Star Wars Celebration there. for it. Well we, <laughs> okay. and, <laughs> well, we always got next year and or the year after.
2: London, London. <laughs> we are. are yeah, we yeah going I don't know London? if I'm going to London
0: if I can afford it. Maybe, but I really, I really think about. Yeah, no way. I couldn't afford Anaheim.
1: I ain't affording London. Exactly. Unless something. Unless something crazy happens, uh, and I make a ton of money suddenly, uh, I don't know. My three D printing explodes, and I sell you know five thousand eggs. It's about the guys. only thing that's gonna.
0: Chat if we if we set up a donation of can you guys fund so like. Chats to go to celebration. I know you guys won't meet the mark, but we can try, right? Like, because because how fucked up could that not be? You know, we tell you, hey, we want to go do this very fun thing. <laughs> Please pay our way
1: there. Oh, Kyrie, I I, I, listen, I am not me. one of those people who who is like ashamed by that because that's literally what YouTube does and content creators do. You oh, know, absolutely, They're, it's a common thing. And it's not like saying, "Hey, pay my electric bill." You know,
0: it's like, <laughs> Yeah, of course. Well, Ocarus is so fun. He'll he'll pay for for me to go. So, I got I have a sugar daddy. I, <laughs> I guess I guess I'm chilling. Hold on.
2: Hold on. He told me the same thing. So, does that mean does Well, that see, mean we're the going pa- to problem
0: about memes is you're you're younger than me and you're not as experienced and it takes that's true. Take some experience that's that I true. have that Okairo needs, all right? I'm Listen, all I'm saying is
1: <laughs> I, I, I just finished watching the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. Just be careful, guys, okay? That, that's all I'm saying.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was good. <laughs> well, All I, I'm saying, Longa, is Ted Bundy had 50 bitches in his courtroom <laughs> begging, <laughs> pleading. <laughs> Who's to say Okairo can't have the same? <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, yes. Uh, well, I'll, first of all, I will be trying to go to the London one. I won't be able to get a media badge because I don't think they're doing it this year. So fuck me. But even if I did get it, I normally end up paying. Anyway, YouTubers so. are too
2: mean. We're too mean on them, so we can't. Dude,
0: we're horrible. We're fucking horrible. We but say our anywho, genuine
2: thoughts. We're not allowed.
0: <laughs> I, I think this series could spread by word of mouth, um, but I don't know if the name Casting Andor is enough to bring that traction in. Because man, I mean, he's. He's just not that interesting of a character. This series can bring that out of him, but it's it's one of those things where like, the Mandalorian had Baby Yoda, easily recognizable, easily popular, something everyone could spread. And it did kind of feel like it impacted the overall Star Wars universe in a different way. You know, this is, a, it's like a character study in a way of casting Andor himself and then the other characters that are involved with the series. So it can be very interesting, but I don't know if that, can mean that it's going to be very popular, especially with. Yeah, I mean, like you one shut of those your mouth. I hope how it is out. because
2: based if these if the next episodes go based on how good the first three were written and produced etc. Um, you know, of course, I would i I want Star Wars to just thrive and be the biggest ip in the world again like it was when you know tfa first came out that, that was insane you know i don't know if we'll ever get that maybe in 2025 or 26 or whatever whenever the new movie comes out if it comes out if it's being made
0: don't I even think... get me fucking started on that
1: please yeah are, are we talking it's... about news or are i are mean we... this is this is where i'm at right now i'm we a huge cover the of rings fan yeah. too my my wedding was a lord of rings i have lord my my wedding ring is a one ring okay uh and the rings of power cassie Andor is twice as good three times as good so far for me at then rings of power
2: that, yeah that's, i've heard so many that, things yeah. of that show i am well, staying well, away from it
0: my, my, my quick thing on rings of power is that it's it's good and i don't like that it's not as um consistent enough. with like the lore that it should be they're, because that's know, that, 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 that's that's i'm what okay I really with that as
1: long it. as the story is good right yeah. or or they're not like like we talked about earlier you know, with with like the, a, a female officer in the Empire, like making the story revolve around her being, you know, gaslighted by men. That's when it's bad. That's what they're doing in Rings of Power, and and that that's the the problem I have with it. They're they're mm-hmm. fundamentally changing characters so much to suit the narrative that they want to show in the story, and that's yeah. why it's just not good anymore. You know, especially when you like say when you think an Elvish society is an egalitarian society. You know what I mean? So just to yeah. have it this way is silly. To introduce the Harfoots that weren't even around in the second age is silly. Uh, just for story that. And they're unnecessary for the story. They're really not adding to the story. That's when it becomes a big problem for me. And, and that's why it's just not fun. Whereas House of the Dragon has a lot of the same social issues. Right. A lot of the same misogyny. But it fits in that world. And they're telling the story. Well, that's why it works. It's, and so it
0: to me because i'm i'm a fan of both of them too like I, I i will say house of dragon is better because of the characters are a lot more interesting i feel like rings of power is just really taking its unnecessary time trying to build the something Um, But I can kind of see what you mean. Like, I I talked about it to a friend. I was like, I thought thought it was weird that Galadriel even had, like, a sword. It was such a good, like, fighter. And I was like, I don't mean that, like, I ever expected her to be a bad fighter. I was like, I thought she was like Palpatine, where she was, like, above using a sword. Like, Palpatine's above using a lightsaber in the original trilogy. So I thought that was going to be kind of the thing with Galadriel. Like, she's too good for that. But I also said, I was like, it makes it seem like everyone's stupid and she's the best when, like, there's this ice troll that fucks up like all the elf guys that are with her. And then she's the only one who knows how to take it down, which is completely fine. I mean, she can kick its ass, but it's like, you're really bringing these idiots to fucking fight Sauron and destroy him. And you're the only one who's even like a competent fighter It's stuff like that. Where, where like long talking about how it kind of takes you out and go like, really, like, this is what you're telling. That's the only like issue I've had with a uh, rings of power so far, but I, I've kind of enjoyed the series for, for the most part. But, um, you know, I just I just do my thing. Oh, and apparently House of Dragons starts in four minutes. I had no idea that shit was oh. even coming out, like, right now or at night. I'm so happy to, like, not be in the loop with some of these shows. Because, like, I'll wake up one day and I'll be like, holy shit, a new Rings of Power episode is out. Oh, my God, a new House of Dragons. So, whenever Chatsween is over, I'm going to go to my car, smoke a flat blunt, and then I'm going to come back to my room and watch House of Dragons and... Um, Am I gonna do anything else? I don't think I have any food to eat or like junk food, so I guess I can't dang, do that. Still, yeah, yeah. Rip. Um well anyways. So Lunga's getting attacked by the rain at the moment. Palpa memes yes, before sir. before before we call it. Oh poor fucking Lunga, <laughs> Just trapped in his car. It's not it, not it. Oh my god. Look at that target. Is there a way you can you can solo lay out a guy? Can I make him the main oh I can't wait away. I was going to do that to you Connor it's just, just <laughs> I highlight don't you be, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, look at you there you go. My beautiful face. We can do it like that. I need to learn streamyard Yeah.
2: A little I I like those, oh, but, wow. yeah, there you go. I don't
0: I want to I want to update the show to a new a new service but um Maybe maybe in the next chat wean or the next chat wean after that, we can do that. Um, and as you guys know, I, I, we didn't get to the one Super Chat earlier, but if you guys ever have any questions, we get to the Super Chats at the end of the show. We got one from Grievous Reborn. Thank you very much. He says, I don't agree with the people who are saying this doesn't feel like Star Wars. Star Wars isn't just the Jedi, the Sith, and the Force. And he's got a very good point because this is a show that does kind of feel like Star Wars Andor does really take you to that galaxy far, far away. I think at a pretty easy way, just by the way they have it set up by the like, we were talking about the gloves earlier and how much story is already behind that these planets and and these settings that they go to, they do feel like Star Wars, and I don't think it's because you know, there's Jedi and Sith and the Force there, it's because it is just a universe, it is a galaxy far far away that feels lived in, that's a big thing for me about, you know, a lot of new Star Wars projects is some of the worlds that they take you to don't really feel lived in I noticed when I first watched Andor in that first episode, I was like, "This looks better than Batu, the place that they have for Galaxy's Edge. Mm. It's supposed to be like a, an immersive experience, but for some reason, Andor feels and looks a lot better than Batu does. And with, I guarantee, it wasn't a billion dollars to create Andor; it was a billion dollars to create Batu. Fuck Batu! You haven't even been to Batu, bitch. All right, you, you, I don't want to. You know you what? I've never, Orlando. I've never
1: been to, I've never been to third world hellholes. Doesn't mean I want to travel to them. Hellhole. First of all, Orlando
0: ain't that bad. All right, it's it's not as bad. Batu is, if, if it, well, yes, but if you, Papal Goldman, and of course you too, O'Kairo, since you're in the in the chat, if you guys are ever out in Orlando, I will get you into Batu. For free, all right. Your boy, your boy's nah, nah, yeah, nah. You bought your
1: yeah. Now, palps, talk to JJ and tell him to, to like target Batu for explosion with you know the million starter. <laughs> <Death> <laughs> destroy,
2: yeah, so I wanted to uh, destroy Batu in my next movie, but you it, know, they didn't really. J- like
1: JJ's
0: that like, that's a great <laughs> idea because I was just thinking for the next Star Wars movie, what if we had the super weapon and it destroys what if, we, what if we
1: have 500 mini Death Stars instead of 100?
0: Yeah. But this That's time it comes cool from Kylo Ren's lightsaber. His his lightsaber is a planet-destroying weapon. He turns Tip it his on. Dick. Yeah, <laughs> god. It's like an infinite laser.
2: It just every goes time he takes forever. a piss, he just takes out a fucking
0: planet. <laughs> <laughs> My god. Um, second, fuck, Galaxy Edge and batsu. You guys are dirty. You guys are dirty. I've poor never. I can't say. I don't it's know. it's not that great, man. It's really not. Yeah. It's so sad. But I, like what I said that goes to the a point of, of immersing dollars, these people in the Star Wars universe. Million I mean,
2: dollars. That's insane. You
0: know, that's a that's that's a good topic we can do one day. Of uh what would you have done with Galaxy's Edge or <laughs> I have
1: the whole idea. I could give you a whole layout, I could give you a map, everything. My you oh, know, my main know. issue, and I've said this over and over again: my main issue with fucking Batu. Is for marketing reasons because they thought they could sell stuff. They needed to create a new planet to be the home of Star Wars and Disney instead of I don't know using one of the fucking bajillion planets that already existed <laughs> in the Star Wars universe.
0: They literally just had to build Tatooine and Mos Eisley. Like that's all you had to do. That's was what do was they did. They built Tatooine
1: yeah. and called it fucking Batu.
0: Yeah,
2: but it wasn't. Did <laughs> you imagine going to the Mos actual, actual Mos Eisley cantina? I mean, that would just that would sell so no, much. Oh my god, wine. it'd be that's, amazing. Yes,
1: that's a no-brainer. How are you gonna have not have a Mos Eisley Cantina at a it? theme park?
2: Iger was it Iger that
0: who's it was Iger right? and probably Kathleen Kennedy. Like both these dumb mother. Like it's it's it literally like Lunga said. It's like the no brainer. Like if someone's like, "Hey, only you have two billion dollars now. I want you to make something Star Wars based in the real world that's going to bring a lot of money. Mos Eisley Cantina. Are you sure? Hey, hey, is hey, Mos Eisley Cantina.
1: Just give me just just use two million of it to build a cantina. Do the rest, whatever the fuck you want with the rest.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Okara oh, says I'm uh either. I get triggers his yep. PTSD. Well, it's funny too is because I, I live in Orlando, so I'm so you I have a bunch of friends who are Disney cast members and they talk about Disney stuff all the time. And and it's it's unique hearing that in its relation to like um Star Wars and Lucasfilm because you have this new CEO, Bob Chapek, and everyone hates him. I'm one of those people who kind of hates Iger as well because I look back at Iger and I'm like, he really set this bad precedent for like most future content with Disney in general, which is who is doing it better than us. I okay, mean, to be fair, JPEG
1: looks like a very chubby Palpatine. So, yeah.
0: You know. Hey, he's lost weight Longa. All right. He's lost weight. He's grown yeah, up a little bit. But Palpatine bit.
1: Is, 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 is kind of skeletal, you know? So, you know, Palpatine yeah,
0: doesn't eat. I mean, yeah, there ain't no, so you got there ain't fat, fat shaming on, on one end body. and then you've
1: got, I don't know, what
2: is the other one? Anorexia shaming? I don't know.
0: Stay we, healthy, we, my friends. We stay slut healthy. shame. We fat shame. Stay, we do any healthy. shaming here on Chatoine. All right, we are <laughs> we are the least racist podcast and the least drink eight bottles milk. of blue milk yeah. a day, guys. Eight bottles of yeah. blue milk a day. Oh, don't even get me starred on the blue milk, guys. I'm telling you, you guys go to bots right from the cheap. Me, I I will suck anybody. <laughs> For fucking blue milk, Gosh. Man. give me your blue milk. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it is so fucking good. Were you drinking it oh, like Luke, right off the teeth? Just exactly. That's what i was saying. If, if you got a nipple and it produces blue milk, I'll suck you. Man. No <laughs> my. I love that. It is so sweet. Someone got to clip that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. Clips
2: channel going and uh, these thoughts like... on the blue milk. Of the no, no. If You have a
0: nipple and it produces
1: blue milk. I will suck <laughs> the fuck out of that.
0: <laughs> exactly, man. Well, hey, we, we we need to put clips for Chattoine in general. We we have a lot of plans for Chattoine that we, like we're all kind of like time consumed with. One of the things, and I want to hear the chat's thoughts, and also you guys, um, uh, I thought about like we, we can do weekly segments. Like, what if we had like a segment like this week in Star Wars history, and 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 the next segment we have like this week in Star Wars Twitter, uh, and then also, um, you know, this week of Goldman at some poor Denver fucking Broncos game Cold tuning and getting in. Lit. My God, (laughs) have had a few beers. I don't know which team of yours is playing. Um, I'm assuming one of them is – who are the Broncos playing tonight? I hope whoever your team is, they lose. The Tatooine (laughs) Banthas. They're going against San San Francisco 49ers. So I don't know which one of your teams it is, Goldman, but I hope they fucking lose (laughs) Um, just because I hate football and I'm tired of all of it. Um, Give me $2 and I'm building an Umbara (laughs) VB gun range. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's sick, <laughs> that, would be, actually. <laughs> right, that would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. a whole
1: Airsoft course going on. I mean, yeah. how, I mean, how much do they skim on that whole little? Don't they have? Isn't there that, that that virtual like lightsaber fucking room you're supposed to go in, and it's like cheap as fuck? It's called. Oh no, that's, you know, ship, right? that's uh, on the. cruise ship, right? That's on the cruise ship. Oh no, 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 lightsaber no. Hilts. The,
0: the, Well, yeah, you have the one. So the cruise ship, the Halcyon. It, you do the lightsaber like the class where you like block stuff. Yeah. yeah. Then they just do a virtual stuff?
2: reality thing? Like literally well, a virtual of reality and blade and sorcery is three hundred dollars <laughs> and
1: those well, lightsabers look, look like said, shit, dude. Is, they look, they look like a cheap are. ass, chonky yeah, ass five year old lightsaber.
0: They absolutely are, and they, they break all the time. But you know, I will say this. Um my boss at one of my jobs out here in Orlando, he has done the Halcyon thing three times. I'll say that again. What? Three fucking times. Must Boys, be nice. Swimming in money. Um it Must he, be nice. Yeah, oh yeah. It's like it's like, it, it, like
1: fifteen yeah. grand right there.
0: <laughs> yeah um, i'm sure a lot of it's tax write-offs for the company that we or that he owns but regardless um he he says it's really good he's like you know he's it is what you make of it but he says that a lot of people who have consistently done it they say it's very very good now with that said done it that's yes <laughs> well he's consistently done it. but i'm just saying uh like if you if you've done the the halcyon and people who have done it like they say it's good um can't afford it, of course, but they say it's good and it's very fun. Sure, were
1: they Star Wars fans or were they 50 no, something, no, 40 something no. rich people just want to take their kids for okay. something? And Some like, oh, of my kids Star had fun Wars
0: fans, yes, but they weren't the die. I haven't met a die hard Star Wars fan, right?
1: But they asked their six year old brats, Did you like it? Yay, and no. they're like, Oh, great.
0: These some of these people I do respect for sure, but I, I will I do understand what you mean. This is ridiculous in the price point and to have a, a casual audience go to in general. But I also have um I think I have two or three friends who work at um the ride called a uh, Rise of Resistance in um in a galaxy's edge. And what happens there is that you can see people with the Halcyon thing, like they're meant to have like a special ID or something, and you have to treat them differently. They told me um I had dinner with them a while Sounds ago. Sounds like you <laughs> pretty much um they, they said they said at the beginning of it they said a lot of people had um the little halcyon things like when the the ride or not the ride the hotel first opened they're like yeah we saw it all the time they say they don't see anybody anymore from like the halcyon cruise so i really think I forgot it's that um,
2: thing existed like genuinely I for, yeah like, it, it was a funny I, it was fun making a video on it that was always funny i love the controversy because it was just entertaining but
0: because it's so it's so it comes and goes. It's everyone gone. knew how ridiculous it was from the start of, oh, my God, this is three to five thousand dollars to stay two nights in a Star
1: Wars hotel Alone
2: by yourself. That's without other people. It came with a
1: million. No, no no, no, no. I thought I thought God. that was the family one. I thought isn't it like two thousand per person or something like that.
0: No, it's still if it's two thousand, it's like two thousand seven hundred or two thousand eight hundred. Not including taxes. OK, and that's for two people. So oh, it's it's not still- cheap. And once again, it is only for two days. And w- why this is a hard sell is because living in Orlando, I've noticed families come here and they do one of two things: they either go to Disney for three or four days, or they do, they go to Disney and Universal for like four to five days or four to six days. If you're and Universal here, is a far more uh, uh, superior. Park. Oh, I, well, I uh, mean, that, that's debatable. I find it more, more superior because it's more adult themed. It's more, it's fun. It's a lot more fun. It's not so fucking magical and everyone's really nice and happy to shut <laughs> the fuck up, get in line, ride the ride. That's as simple as Universal is. I love it. But the, the reason the Halcyon thing doesn't work and this new Star Wars hotel doesn't work is because you're telling this family, and we're going to use Denver because that's what not only you know, freaking uh, Goldman is in right now, but also that's what uh JPEC used in his new CEO thing where he was talking about, we want the family from Denver to come here, not the family from down the street who comes here like once every few months and whatnot. You want the money that people spend from Denver. But if that family from Denver is flying down to Orlando, yeah, to who already spent like
1: $3,000 on airline yes, tickets.
0: Are, are they going to want to spend two or $3,000 just to stay in one place for two to three days, it is a great experience. Don't get me wrong; they only get to go to one park. They don't even get—they only get to go to Galaxy's Edge, which is Hollywood Studios, and that's it. So they get to go to one theme park. I'd pay that if I had home pickup.
1: pickup, like yeah. they came to my house, picked me up, and took me. Does it have to, to be Star this- Wars themed? The, the pickup? No, no. Star Wars it doesn't have to be. If I get picked up at my house, flown out there, and then get to enjoy the hotel room, then I'd pay that much. If I'm not—if that's not happening, no, no, point. I'm well, not doing it.
0: Longa, I think um I think we found a compromise then. Um Okiro has just messaged me and said if I pick you up and deliver you, he will pay for us to take to take us out to London. We're gonna
1: get these big ass not- pulling up to our places <laughs> and like the hell
0: <laughs> But he said he said the only condition was Longa has to be hogtied in the back of the trunk.
1: Oh yes that's, that's that's not happening. I'm a top, okay. sorry. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't know which way
0: you swing, Longa, but you know, we don't keep shame here on I uh, Yeah, which I'm, I'm 100% go.
1: a top, yeah, no. Uh, there you yeah. go. All right, well. I didn't spend all like them years learning happy. Shibari to, to, to be to be the bottom.
0: Oh, my God. Well, if you ever feel like being a power bottom, we can make a transition <laughs> for you here on Chat-tween. Um Well, do you guys have any final comments before we close out the show? Uh, this was a good little return welcome back kind of episode for uh the when folks exactly here, right how i
2: mean. expected it would go
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we we'll talk about tying longer you know that's exactly yeah. how it does always go up it's at great. the end but there's no other star
2: wars podcast like us i'll be honest
0: absolutely you know i actually I I, have you guys that. ever listened to another star wars podcast oh, all the time, I'm really, i love them i love really them. Don't get me wrong i have not listened to a single fucking one i, I think i don't listen to anyone
1: i don't even i don't even look at palby's channel oh shit i don't even <laughs> I mean, look at my channel i don't upload any. i movie. don't i haven't looked at goldman's <laughs> what do you channel mean by, like, mutuals, like but i literally mutuals. watched some of star wars only every now and then that's about it <laughs> oh,
0: that, that actually does mean a lot though um so like I, i'm trying to think of who i've listened to I'll so watch, there's uh... one guy called like talking bay 94 yeah, i've listened yeah, to him once or yeah. twice on like a i think on my drive out to orlando because i remember i made that drive seven times from here in texas in 2020 um and one of the times I listened to that, I've listened to um, a mutuals with him on Twitter around the galaxy.
1: Oh, um, like EG. I,
0: yeah, I've listened to one of his because he interviewed like um, the journalist who broke the Gina Carano news. And I'm I'm always interested in the media aspect of Star Wars, so that was kind of a cool podcast to listen yeah, he to. Did something <laughs> with
2: uh, Matt Martin too, like, if I recall
1: correctly. Oh, no shit. Well, well it pays I, to be th- a show. I guess I could say He's this. I won't in. give you guys know about it, but I won't give details. Uh but. I did uh, I get offered a position to write entertainment news for a website. Uh, on yeah, yeah. And stuff. So that should be starting soon. Uh, but I will get more details when it's uh, set in stone.
0: Well, I'm, I'm very excited for that endeavor yeah. in your life, Lunga. And I hope it goes very well for you. Um, hopefully our podcast can get to a point where we, we all just live off of Chatooine. That's a far, far reach down the future. And Star Wars has to do a lot better than it's currently doing for that to happen. And maybe we have to be better people because if people are getting Matt Martin and all these other fuckers on their um, Star Wars podcast, what are we doing wrong? Dude,
2: let me get good old Pablo. I've got, I've got beef with him, man. He straight up told me that he there's no other cut of Rise of Skywalker out there. I got triggered man I I, oh, I say I'm, so, I said, I, I'm I said, sorry the
0: truth triggers I, you <laughs> I got I got triggered man I
2: was like full-on Zach Snyder Snyder cut Justice League cultist mentality I, was,
0: memes, I mean it he's closer him. to this than you are I mean do you really think he's now, far he's not off telling wrong? the truth
2: he's not telling the truth or oh, you, you don't think he's, he's telling, not telling the, the truth? truth all right I really full trust on, your sources So on the, we're going on a record and this is why we can't have nice things we're going on a record Couple
1: Pablo memes has said that Pablo Hidalgo is a liar that that's yeah. that's where we're at right now okay and he wonders why I he won't take, be able to show i take those words back don't quote me on that um
2: <laughs> <laughs> is this show live
0: <laughs> no no this thing on no we'll, we'll try to get somebody on here um you know actually i told you guys the other day i had i had an email about interviewing ashley Eckstein, um oh, but it wasn't like for anything like all that unique it was like for her new book and they were like please email me back if you want to interview her and i was like um
2: dude, just give her give her my email and say message message me here and then I'll talk to her.
0: Nah, I don't know. Fuck yeah, go
2: for it. Man. <laughs> wait, 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 Memes.
1: We're, we're trying to convince her to probably be on a show. Sending her to you is not the way oh, to go.
2: Oh, I'm a very convincing person,
0: Lunga.
1: <laughs> you have no idea. Hey man, she is sweet as candy and cute as a button, but but she
0: do not tolerate bullshit. That's for damn I mean, sure. How how old Fair is you guys?
1: How how old is she? I don't know. God, she's got to be in her thirties,
0: man. Let me check. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
1: Right. right, You, you, you all just barely are able to drink at this point. Um, yeah. Barely. <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> Twenty-two.
0: He's forty You old. You could drink when Andor
1: was announced.
0: Shit. All right. <laughs>
1: you got me there. You yeah, you're right about that. There. Yeah,
0: yeah. That a hey, long guy was drinking when it got announced. Well, That's here, here, legally, legally. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Lunga's, Lunga's known me for a while. He, he knows that I've always been a 50 year old man trapping this. <laughs> um, no, Ashley Eckstein is 41 years old. She was born yep. September 22nd, 1981. Damn. Yep. Homegirl's a spring chicken. Man, goddamn, yeah, the 80s were 40 age, years perfect.
2: Now. She's half my age. Yeah, she's
0: uh, she's only age. seven years younger, younger than half me. half her age, motherfucker. Shit. Well, you know what? Same
1: thing. See, he's um, in my
2: age group, okay?
1: We're both in our 40s. So. Hey, it's all preference. Yeah.
2: Your your group, your range, range, it's all preference. Well, no, I'm mm-hmm. talking
1: about that. I'm talking about... <laughs> I am married, goddammit. I'm talking about... <laughs> Oh, wait. Yes. <laughs>
0: like, I have a preference. It's called my fucking wife. For the interview, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, so I, I'm talking man, more man. about the legitimacy of, 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 of getting her on the show. Probably. Yes, <laughs> me too. What... <laughs>
0: He's like, I'm gonna get her alone in a room. Like, a this, small, just a million this, dollars. This is an interview. <laughs> hey, because, actually, um, you're,
1: you're going to London, Ashley. You're going to London. We got a little, yeah. we got a little GoFundMe going for us London's, to go there too. London,
2: nice place.
1: Can you can you pitch a little bit? I'll send you
0: a <laughs> PayPal. Just pay him. He'll send the money. Who's my cash? All right. right. Well, thank you guys for, so much for tuning in to uh, Chattoine's return. I will try to make more videos on my channel, keep the channel up to date. Hopefully, Palp memes does the same. Uh, if you guys have any ideas, any segments you guys want us to do, do you guys want us to cover a certain topic every week that's not, like, newsworthy? Or, um, but, like... I don't know, something that's relevant in Star Wars history or something that happened on Twitter or Reddit or a new leak. Like, is there any new segments or anything new that you guys want us to add to the show to make it more unique and engaging? Let us know. Um, Hopefully we'll we'll start try uploading like clips onto the Chatween channel, trying to find a way to utilize that in the the best uh, way possible and just uh, grow Chatween as a show and as a podcast, we want to not only bring in more audience, make it more engaging, and make it more fun for you guys. We live to serve. We're here to entertain and have a good time. So uh, if you guys have any ideas, please let us know. Shoot us a DM. Shoot shoot any of us privately. Just tell us what you guys think we should do. Hell, if you want a job, we don't pay, but I mean, we can try. You know, I'll I'll send you. Yeah, yeah, we 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 are
1: looking for a uh, you know a clip editor, someone to to make clips to go through the hours hours and hours and hours of stuff that we do not want to go through. Uh, exactly, <laughs> do the work we don't want to do and that we that's can't great. really
0: afford to do. Long exactly can't to stop for one second. Um, I owe so much money for you know cocaine and hookers that I really can't stop making money right now. Um, you guys haven't, you guys don't and know, and coming sales
2: Oh, yeah. Tattooing season five, everyone Tur-
0: turn- turns out. Uh, Disney's going to be suing me for every intellectual piece of property <laughs> I've ever put on the channel. Those documentaries, um, are actually going to end up costing me millions. Thank you very much. And, um, I'll see you all in court. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Star Wars only joined with Palpa Memes and Longa. Next week, Goldman will be here, and we'll be here to talk about the fourth episode of Andor and maybe some other stuff pertaining to Star Wars. Till then, thank you all for watching. We'll see you all next time and may the force be with you always. <laughs>